Good morning and welcome back to 501C TV. I'm your host, Janelle Harris. This is the podcast that talks to thought leaders, system change leaders, nonprofits and nonprofit partners to find out what is new in their world and how they are pushing their missions forward today. And this morning, I'm very excited because I have with me in studio Elizabeth Accomando, who's the founder of Barky Pines Animal Rescue and Sanctuary right here in our backyard in Loxahatchee. Um, this is very near and dear to me to have um, an animal sanctuary in here today. As I mentioned off camera, I have four dogs of my own, some other animals in my home, and um, we are an animal-loving house. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank it's so you. great to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. And I know probably in the immediate community here, everyone knows Barky Pines. Um, but we want to make like sure. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have like an awesome <laughs> reputation. I follow you online. Thank you. I love everything that you're doing. Um, but I want everyone to understand why you do what you do, how it got started, and um, and what we can do as a community going forward to help things along with Barky Pines. So I'm going to leave it to you to explain how this all got started. So <laughs> big deep breath, big because deep breath. I'm sure it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a so, lot. So my husband and I, well, really, since our childhood, we've always, of course, loved animals. Yes. Got to love animals to do Absolutely. This. Um, and then my husband and I, you know, we were in the auto body business. We okay. weren't, you know, a rescue forever. Our, our profession was auto body. Um, and we had a big property, and it just seemed like all the dogs would find us. Oh. So, so all these stray dogs would show up, and we had like 10 dogs, and, you know, this one would come walking up, and this one's hurt, and this one's that. So we would take these dogs in, and some of them we'd find homes for, and a lot of them we ended up keeping. Absolutely. So we went through all that. And then in 2007, we kind of had a life shift, you know, as we got a little bit older. Mm -hmm. um, we took care of my parents for a long time, and they passed. And we're like, you know what? Is this what we want to keep doing for the rest of our lives? Right. You know, it, what could be more rewarding than helping animals? Nothing. Right? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so we said, let's do it. So we got everything set up, and we had everything for sale. And then the market crashed in 2008. Mm -hmm. And we're like, wow, okay take a step back sure plans changed things shifted we continued on with the auto body and in 2013 all we, we shifted to like a mobile service so we reduced that overhead we we're thinking you know more long term plus you know we're getting older right. we had been doing it for 30 years right. it's like all right we need to shift so we started that and we found all of our accounts were up in palm beach county we were originally down in broward okay so we said, you know, this is kind of crazy every day, commuting an hour. What are we doing? So we said, let's, you know, look up here. And we found the acreage. And we're like, wow, this still exists? Like so Broward, awesome. Broward was like getting so crazy <laughs> in traffic and yeah. everything, you know. So we're like, oh, this is kind of quiet. Yeah. It's nice. Peaceful. You know? Yeah, peaceful. So we said, you know, maybe we need to just move up, get closer. So that's what we did in the beginning of 2013. And... We were about a month in to this new location and this quiet life, and there shows up this pit bull at our door <laughs> one morning, and we're like, it's like word hey is on guys, the street. Right, Everyone, right. ever all the dogs tell oh, each other, yeah, commandos, they're in Loxahatchee, <laughs> yeah, so they're right up here. there, right? <laughs> so he shows up, and I'm like, hmm, who do you belong to? You know, no, no microchip, and then we didn't know really anybody yet. We right. had just gotten here, so the neighbor across the street, it was pretty friendly. She's like. Oh, you know, we you gotta call Animal Control and they'll come and scan and join this Loxahatchee Lost and Found Pets group right. because they do this. You know, they find the owners. So I did that, and well, nobody was claiming this dog, and we had him in the garage waiting for Animal Control to come and scan. Right. And we get back and he's gone, huh. and I'm like, where is he? <laughs> he and let himself out. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know how to open the door. Yeah. He's a little shorty, so I don't think he can reach. So the neighbor tells me, oh, well, I called, the, I told animal control to take him because my son-in-law wants him and I don't want to have him in the house. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. Oh. Who authorized you, right? Right. So I call animal control and they're like, yeah, well, you know, he's here and, you know, he's at risk and this and that. So fortunately, we had a friend that was looking for a dog and mm -hmm. said, hey, we, this dog is amazing. Yeah. You know, go meet him. And he ended up adopting him, which is fantastic. I love that. But now I'm hooked into this lost and found thing, right? Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking and I'm like, where are all these dogs? Why are all these dogs loose? And people are come out there and they think, oh, it's the country and I'm just going to dump my dog out yes. there. Or 
people are comfortable and they, they, at the time you know there wasn't a lot of traffic and it's like oh you know my dog's in Rome and he'll yeah. come back mm-hmm. and you know all that so I got r- really heavily involved with trying to get these animals home I was out scanning all hours of the day and night and you know all these dogs that weren't claimed that nobody could hold them and they would all end up going to the county and I was you know like all the statistics almost 5,000 dogs a year were being put down at animal control mm-hmm. and I'm like what's going on here yeah there are all these rescues in palm beach county why are all these dogs being put to sleep when they're good dogs for space right right something's got to change right so i said to my husband i said you know we we wanted to open the rescue we had planned we actually you know going back when we were gonna start it in 2008 we had been in the middle of purchasing 10 acres of land and we were gonna start i said you know what Let's just do it. We don't have a lot of land. We don't have any money, but these animals need our help. Yes. So he says, you know what? You want to do it? Let's do it. So we started the corporation. <laughs> what a good <laughs> husband. Right? right? He's amazing. <laughs> Whatever you want, honey. Yeah, exactly. You know, just He's tell very me smart. what to do. Right, exactly. <laughs> happy, happy wife, happy dog, exactly. happy life. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, so we started, and then um, we applied for our 501c3, and then my sister, who was up north, and she was retired from the post office, and she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm tired of the cold. I said, come down here and help us. We're starting awesome. this animal rescue. You right. Know? She's like, okay. <laughs> sure. So she packed her stuff, and she moved down. Oh, my gosh. So great. So we get our 501c3 um, the beginning of the following year, and we hit the ground running, and we started pulling and pulling and pulling. And we were all living together in this 1,800-square-foot house with this, you know, we were on an acre and a half. Um, We had a bit of a fence drive, like an acre fenced in. So we had all these dogs. And that year, we actually rescued the most pit bulls out of Palm Beach County Animal Control out of all the rescues. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is some big rescues, right? So then we like, all right, well, we're like, we got 30 dogs in the house. What are we, well, yeah. we going to do this? Right? <laughs> and Animal Control's like, yeah, you know, you're good. You're good. Or just keep helping. I <laughs> mean, 30, so what's like what, a uh, few more? Right, exactly. Oh, my goodness. So it's like, you know, we need some more space. Right. So we started looking around for property, which is really tough, especially when you're not, yeah. you know, flush, right? Yeah. And you can't get a loan to buy land. And we found this one property, and we were trying to make the deal with the guy, but his terms were crazy. And then we found another property actually in Indian Town. Okay. And we're like, you know, I really don't want to move away, but it's only 40 minutes. We can do the, you know, back and forth. Sure. Because our mission is specific to help Palm Beach County Animal Control. Correct. Like, we don't pull dogs from other places. They come from there, all the at-risk dogs. Yep. So, like, we can still manage it. And then that deal went south because, again, the terms. And we're like, you know, we're just starting out. Yeah. we got to buy this property. You want it paid off in a year, then i got to build. Yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. Right. It's not so, feasible. Right. So we're like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And so we're just continuing on, and we're still rescuing. we got a house full of dogs. And I get a phone call, and they said, oh, this property is, you know, for sale, and the guy's willing to give pretty good terms. And we said, well, we'll come and look at it. And... We pull up and it's this crazy road that's like not maintained. <laughs> it's sugar sand. It's bumpy. You feel like you're on a roller coaster. It was pouring rain. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, you're like, like I don't know about. I'm gonna this. need a truck. Right? Yeah, right. And then, it, but the terms were like too good to be true. So, was, you know, we get there and it's tall grass and God only knows what is in that tall grass. Yeah. You know, but it was five and a half acres. So I was like, you know, we can make this work. Okay. So we signed on the dotted line and and. You know, that was it. And, and that's we, where it stands that's, today. That's where it started. And wow. yeah, we started clearing and um, our forever, we didn't have any buildings on it, obviously. Right. It was just vacant land. And somebody we've known for like 20 years, she's like, oh my God, you're going to do cats too? I was like, yeah. She goes, so let me help you and I'll get you a building. So we, she bought us this like used giant shed, which was great. And yep. we tiled and we put AC and did the whole thing. And we, that we started with that. And um, then we moved out there about eight months later you know the land we finally had everything you know where we could be out there and we didn't have a house yet um so we had gotten two rvs and Mm -hmm. we were staying in the rvs and then the county changed the rules and said no you can't stay in an rv while you're ready to build so my goodness you know so fortunately we we worked all that out every Mm curveball like holy moly and then year one we started all this we were flooding and we couldn't understand why. And we didn't know what was going on. And, I mean, in 2018, we had, like, five feet of water. Oh, 
like, oh my God, what are we doing? Yeah. You know? And they're like, oh, you need to put a house up. I'm like, well, I if, if I'm like going to keep flooding, like I'm not <laughs> yeah. building anything. I really I'm out of here. Yeah, you know, I don't right? want to live here. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> so you can't get down the road. You know, they were supposed to be maintaining it. Nobody was. Yeah. It was like uh, crazy. So, you know, but we, we're pretty, we have a, we're strong. We have a lot of fortitude, right? Obviously, so we yeah. Said, you know what? No, we're going to stay. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out. And we're going to fight. And then we figured out why we were flooding and we kind of got that resolved. An engineer came from a local builder and um, he said, look, this is what you need to do. Um, ditch here, ditch there, pipe here, blah, 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 raise this. And we did all that. And thank God, you know, we've yeah. never flooded since. Oh, my and gosh. Little by little, you know, we got another building and then we were able to put the house up. Um, we had a car, uh, you know, classic car because we were in the auto body business. Right. We had a lot of cars. So we had a car, <laughs> we raffled it off, we got the permit and did all that and we started building. Um, and we could finally, took us a few years to get it built. We started with that and um, we're still in it. We have like 30 dogs in that building with wow. us. So we're, the, you know, we're the caretakers. Yeah. And, um, you know, little by little people started being coming aware of us, yes. you know, especially our location, like we're way off the beaten path. Like you're not driving by and seeing us. That's correct. not happening. Yeah, oh, correct. Know, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yes. And people will be like, How, why are you out here? I said, well, because where else are we going to do what we, we do? Right. Like this is the last place mm-hmm. in Palm Beach County we can be. And noise and like, all, you know, exactly. everything that you can imagine comes with a bunch of animals. Exactly. Like, in and out. Right. So but it's not just dogs. No. No. Which gets to the sanctuary and the the animal right. part. Right. You guys, you guys rescue all kinds. Yes. So you wouldn't believe how many farm animals end yes. up at the county. So it's either people that are out like where we are and they have animals and they have to move and they can't bring them with them, or they just show up again like stray, right? right. Stray pigs and stray donkeys goats and not and knocking right. here in the <laughs> floor. Exactly. <laughs> so they end up at the county. So we started taking those. Um, or like people in the city, they'll get a little chick, and and then they're like neighbors are like, hey, wait yeah. a minute, then and the chick grows up, growing at four in the morning, and you're out of here, correct? You know, so we take those, and so yeah, so then um, we ended up with some horses, we've got some pigs. Mm-hmm. One we got, she was like this big, she was so cute, she's oh. at the county now, <laughs> she weighs like nine hundred pounds, right? <laughs> right. little baby Charlotte. piglet, yeah, she Sir. still likes belly rubs. Oh though. my she's goodness, very sweet. I think that's adorable. Yeah, and then. Um, someone had passed away, and we ended up with two horses. Yeah. We recently got a third. Somebody just tied it up to a, like a dog vet's fence and left them a Macy's to Macy's. See, these were the stories, like I, because right. I follow your guys's page and like just some of the things. It's really it's, heartbreaking it to is. see. It really is. You know, especially knowing, like, there's a good place to just come and do it the right way and just you know surrender right. the animal the right. right way. Don't leave them in a cage in your parking lot exactly. in the sun and for uh, so thank you for what you guys do thank it's you. um i i know a lot of times when i have um our nonprofit friends on here it starts out it is a learning process yes. in the beginning and a lot of nonprofits don't start out thinking they're going to be a nonprofit so right. you have to learn as you go and it's always interesting to me to hear the stories of how you guys get started because it's like you stand up, you fall down. You stand up, you fall down. And you learn so much. But Exactly. It's it's a great thing, I think, too, because when you're in that community with other nonprofits, they look at you and they say, oh, my gosh, like, how did you get through that? How did you do this? How did you do that? We could probably do a whole other, like, three-hour podcast on just the do's and don'ts, right. I'm sure, of when you first, make it, yeah. of how to make yeah. it work. So yes. really, really cool. So tell me about um, this, what you guys have going on there today, because I know that I follow... If you're, you guys need to follow them online, we'll put all your handles up at the end. Um, but you guys are very active. You post a lot of stories. Um, so it's easy to fall in love and, and follow along with the stories that you have going on there now. But explain to me a little bit about the services that you guys have there, what you do. I know you work lockstep with Palm Beach County Animal Control, Correct. which is awesome. I've, um, I've done a lot of events with them, like a clear the shelter thing with the Wellington Chamber. And it is, it is unbelievable. How many, like how many dogs there truly are, and just how many animals? So it's yeah, it's heartbreaking, but it's I'm glad that there are at least places like yours that you know are stepping up and and trying to help out and do yeah, the right thing, trying to make a difference, trying to make a difference, you know. and you do absolutely. There's so. definitely more homeless pets than there are homes for them. Yeah. Um, so two years ago now, almost um, we started a vet clinic mm-hmm. uh, because there's not 
gonna, we're not gonna be able to adopt our way out of the problem. We're not gonna be able to rescue our way out of the problem or raise awareness. We have to approach it systemically. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, we need spay neuter. Yes. Spay neuter is critical. Huge. Right, so the only way we're gonna reduce population because two, like two cats, for instance, in five years can make like 400,000 cats. I, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, the numbers are numbers, like right? astronomical. There would never be enough homes. So, you know, then these animals are suffering on the street. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, we're gonna figure out a way. And through the generosity of the community, the Peggy Adams had given us this bus like a year before. Mm -hmm. And we used it twice. We so we have a f annual 5K, mm -hmm. which is coming up in February. Yes. So please sign up for that. Follow along online. Yes, and yes, yeah, that's a huge event for you guys. Yes. yes so that's, our, that. that's our biggest event of the mm -hmm. year. It's And it's a lot of fun. So that I love that event. Um, and we'll get into that more yes, later. But for sure. Um, so we had this bus, and I was like, you know, as much as I'd like to open a clinic, it's like, how are we going to make that happen? Yeah. It's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I said, but we have this bus. And it's already stocked with the kennels in there because they were using it for transport. Okay. And it's so big, like we can't just drive it around. Like this thing is like 50 feet long yeah. and it's, you know, it's crazy a whole other <laughs> money to, to operate it. So, so why don't we just start it with the bus? Mm -hmm. um, so we did. And the, again, the generosity of the community, we were able to get some equipment and purchase, awesome. you know, the, what we needed to get it going. And we started out, it was a little slow at the beginning, you know, but it also helped us because now it w reduced my cost of vet services. Right. Uh, it was a fraction of what I was actually spending. So it afforded us the ability to do even more and take more medical cases from the county. Awesome. Because I wasn't sp having to spend as much yeah, money. That's huge. So it made a big difference. So then I started working on grants mm -hmm. um, and then we got our first grant through an amazing foundation um, I happened to meet a gentleman at one of the um, Wellington Chamber luncheons okay and he's like um, you know so uh, how do you support yourself so I was like well we work really hard we beg and you know whatever <laughs> what are we gonna do right we fix cars or whatever <laughs> yeah. make it support it um, so he says well you should check out this foundation you know whatever so I said oh, can't hurt and I applied for this grant, and we got it. Good I was amazed. So we were able to offer free spay and neuters on pit bulls and chihuahuas because if you go to the county shelter, that's pretty much what you're going to see. Which like mostly pit bulls, and then the rest is chihuahuas. Chihuahuas, which that's the that's the one statistic that I was like, really? Yeah. Like you go from like you know pit bull like chihuahua, mm -hmm. like nothing in between. Yeah, it's crazy. So but yeah, so we started that, and then. Um, I had spoken to the county and they said, you know, we'd really like to do a TNVR program for the Western communities because it's really hard for people all the way out West right. to, to get to us or Peggy Adams who was doing the TNVR. It's really difficult, you know, time constraint, mm -hmm. people work. So we want to, we're trying to get more Correct. people. The to easier you make it, the more compliant exactly, people will be. So exactly. I, yeah, I get it. So we entered into the contract to do the TNVR and it started out slow, you know, people, until they figure out and where right. who you are and where you are and what's going Correct. on. And thankfully with social media, you know, we were able to spread that word and it grew and, and little by awesome. little it grew and grew. Um, and then this year we talked about, you know, the problem at animal control, you know, the county is short staffed. Yes. Um, veterinarians, uh, techs, all of that. And it's very difficult right now. There is a veterinary uh, veterinarian shortage. So they were having trouble bringing in vets, and they said, well, what about if you take care of like the rescues? Like the rescues stopped pulling because they couldn't get the spay and neuter done by the county. Right. So, especially for the cats, right? So the cat rescues pull the cat, and the, and the county would do the alter for free, but if they can't, that means the cat rescue has to go and spend hundreds of dollars and yeah. they're not getting that back. Where are they getting their funding? So Correct. now it's stressing them out, trying to figure yeah. out how they're going to get funding, right? Yeah. So the county said, well, any rescue that pulls a cat or a dog, if we can't get to it, they can come to you. And it's just like they were coming here, awesome. which is amazing. Yeah, right? that's so great. now we've got more animals being pulled by other rescues. It helps them. It helps the county. Right. Um, and then this past year, when we redid the contract, we added at-risk dogs because the county's free spay and neuter program 
was sinking again because of the shortage. Right, and nobody to do them. Right. So the, so now when people call them and say, hey, I have this purple, I'd like to get it neutered. Like, yeah, great, let's do it. Yeah. But we don't have any. But call Barky Pines, they'll handle it. <laughs> right. So, so that's Perfect. what we're doing. Which is great. So it doesn't quite cover, like the contract doesn't quite cover the expense. So, you know, they were out there begging and pleading, you know, yeah. to to make up that difference yes, right yes, yes. and you know the, our community was just amazing yeah. i can't say enough about the generosity of the community you know and we get a lot of like the feral cats you know even if they've already been tmdr but then now they're on the street and they're suffering and they're sick or they're injured or whatever and we have some amazing trappers out there and they bring them to us and then you know the county's not going to cover that but right we'll do a fundraiser they'll do a fundraiser and, yep. and you know somehow it all balances out yeah. and we make it work. I'm telling you, and like the animals are helped. And I that's see the all the stories line. online and I mean there's nothing better than you can that you can do for that animal than to put them online and say, you know, right. this is my story. Like right. let's help this guy out. Right. So I think that's great. Thank you. Um, and you guys are doing some like educational programs too. Um, are you going yep. like are you doing that with the schools? I or? do. We go to the to the schools okay. pretty much all around Palm Beach yeah. County. Um, all the way from like kindergarten mm -hmm. up to middle school sometimes high school right and we just try to you know educate the kids and and animal husbandry mm -hmm. humane care the you know animals are you know even though they're considered unfortunately property in the state right. they're they're more than just that absolutely right? they're your family <laughs> yeah so you know you, you take care of them uh, you don't abandon them yes. they're they're you know you to make that commitment for their lifetime absolutely and yes, uh, obviously, you know, things happen in people's lives and, you know, sometimes it's just not possible. So we try, we try to explain though to the children that, you know, it, it's so important, it's so critical, you know, for them to learn at a young age. A lot of it is cultural, you know, if their family isn't, you know, pet, pet friendly, let's just say, Correct. right? And they don't understand, but the child is, you know, but the family may not be on board. Yes. But to teach that generation to break the cycle, mm -hmm. break this, I think that's critical. So I spend a lot of time doing that with the kids, and it, it's a lot of fun. And mo the majority of them are so receptive. Oh, my They're gosh. Just amazing. I, amazing. I mean, I can't even imagine, yeah. like, little kids that don't just, like, fall in love with anything animal right. related and so. i always bring like a special dog with me yeah. you know we have harley he's kind of like our mascot um, he was surrendered to us he has um he has a deformity where all his legs are kind of twisted around so he mm. kind of wiggle worms around he's it's like really the, he's like the perfect mascot he, though he really is so he got surrendered at 10 years old to us oh my and gosh yeah so they had him since a puppy and they're like oh i just can't deal with it anymore and i'm like it's and been then 10 years. Yeah, yeah. 10 years. See, yeah. I don't understand that. Right. That makes me so sad. It, it makes me sad, too. And then people say, oh, you're going to adopt him out? And I thought, you know what? In his case, no. Because if you think about the family that had him for 10 years and they couldn't, didn't want to. Correct. You know, take What's care of What's the likelihood of, of? Somebody new, right? Right. So I said, you know what? He could just stay with us. Yeah. And it's really cool. A friend of ours, uh, along with one of our supporters, Got this remote control car, <laughs> and our friend. This is Harley driver on Yes, <laughs> our friend, our friend got amazing. retrofitted it, and it's got this really cool harness, and he goes in it, and he absolutely loves it. So because, <laughs> you know, he wants to play with the other dogs, so they're all running around, and he's just sitting there barking, like, come over here so yeah. I can bite you. Yeah. you know? Come to me. Yeah, I'm come, not coming right, to you. Exactly. So he runs around the yard, <laughs> and they all chase him, and they try to bite the tires and stuff, oh. and he's like, ha. Living his best life. Exactly. And Which we take him, it's funny, we take him to WEP for Saturday Night Lights. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I'll have to look for you guys yeah. there. And and he so he comes, and he's like the lead of our little parade. I'm sure there he is a star. Oh, it's, it's uh, he probably adorable. gets so much attention there. He, it is. He's, he's just amazing. He's a great little guy. That's so awesome. We have a lot of dogs like that. We rescue a lot of senior dogs, yeah. too. Um, not, you know, we don't usually get the cute, fluffy ones, because those are the ones that, they go right don't need us. Absolutely. You know? So we take on the ones that really need us a lot. I mean, we've had some dogs, you know, <coughs> excuse me, five years or so. Wow. You know, so we just, they're lifetime. Yeah. <coughs> a lot of the dogs, you know, like I was saying, with the clinic now, we can take more medically needy dogs, you know, dogs with broken legs. Right. More heartworm positive dogs. Um, 
you know, dogs with other issues. We have a lot, we have a building full of dogs like with behavioral issues mm-hmm. that aren't adoptable. Yeah. You know, they meet somebody that just want to bite them. Correct. But <laughs> yeah. Right. Every now and then they bite us. Y- yeah. You know, we deal with it. Right. We deal with it. <coughs> but most people they wouldn't. won't. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't so even have a chance. Right, exactly. So else. as opposed to, you know, and them ending up back in the system, might as well just keep them in our system and take care of yep. them and let yeah. them live out their yeah. live out their days as, as best they can. Exactly. And I think that's great. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit too about uh, what I wanted to talk to you also about is I feel like, you know, do you see a trend in the last few years? Because I, I see online just, you know, people – people, the humans in the community uh, are struggling, you know, economically. So I'm sure that that is a huge uptick to you. I know that that's, you know, a big thing. And that's, you know, what do we do about that? I mean, that's so, that's so tough. Um, The the economy has just really hurt the animals. And so I'll start getting calls at like seven o'clock in the morning. My phone rings all day long for people needing to surrender. They're, you know, they can't afford where they're living. They got to move in with somebody. They can't bring their dog. Correct. We never used to get. I mean, we'd get calls. Sure. You know, not but not, not consistently all day. And cats, like we n- would never get calls for people to surrender cat. Maybe if somebody passed away and their family's out of state. Hey, you know, my sure. So and so had this cat once in a while. Once in a while, but now it's the same thing all yeah. day. That's heartbreaking. Because yeah, so until I think until we see the economy improve, the housing crisis. I mean, people just you know are being priced mm-hmm. out of their homes, insurance, everything. I see a lot of posts online too about it's it's actually it breaks my heart because people love their animals so much like there I I see posts online where people are asking for food not for themselves for their animals for their animals you know like just so many stories and it's just uh it makes me like ah I it the internet is a great thing (laughs) and it's it's also like ah some days I'm just like I have to get off here because it's just I know you get same here and, it, and it's really hard yeah it's hard to say no yes it's hard i could not even imagine <laughs> being in your position and i never used to have to but now yeah. i find myself all day long it's like but how many can we house how many Correct. can we care for right and somebody will say oh i'll give you a donation so well that doesn't buy me minutes right you know i need th- or housing manpower space, and time right space. So, yeah. right and we have to know our limits because then we're not doing a service or doing a disservice to the animal Correct. if we can't spend the time with them um you know i don't want to just collect them and and put them in a building sure. and, and that's it yeah. you know i want to be able to interact with them and mm-hmm. love on them and and give them you know everything that the reason why we rescued yeah. them in the first place that they deserve so, yeah so i think until we see an improvement in the economy yeah. we're gonna this trend is going to continue and you know, in 2019, and I'm going to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when we started pulling and, you know, it's like, oh, Rocky Pines pulled this many dogs and just three people are doing this amazing Yes, work. which is, and uh, let me and just pause right there because <laughs> I just want everyone to understand. You guys have no idea. It's literally three people that yeah. run this whole show. It's right. it's amazing. Oh, we have Kate now. So how Kate, many people or how many dogs have you over the lifetime taken in? A couple of thousand. Yeah, like yeah. a couple thousand. Three, three thousand. I saw your website yeah. and I'm like, no way, yeah. this number is even up to date. Yeah, no, it's I, way more now. Uh, my website is not up to date. No, that's but, my fault. But your but numbers alone on the website were like thousands of dogs, and I'm yeah. like, no, I'm and sure this hundreds is hundreds of farm animals. Yes, which is right? crazy. Yeah. Okay, anyay, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I want people to understand like the real work that is being done because yeah. it's, it's a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to go back um, to 2014 when we started mm-hmm. this. Um, and like I said, it was about 5,000 dogs that were getting put down. So we started doing all this and we started again getting little props, little yeah. pats on the back, mm-hmm. we'll say, right? It's like, oh, Barky Pines, these three people are doing all this stuff. It's crazy, right? And they have like nothing and like this big yeah. giant land with <laughs> nothing on it, right? How are they doing this? But it kind of created like this friendly competition mm-hmm. amongst rescues. Like, hey, I want that recognition. Yeah. And I was like, go for it. <laughs> and the numbers, you started seeing pull numbers increasing, increasing, increasing. That's great. And at the end of 2019, our county municipal shelter reached no-kill status. Really? I mean, and that was like, 
on like it brought tears to my eyes. Yeah. Like that was the whole reason the whole why reason. we did and why we struggle and why we sacrifice Correct. everything of for us for the animals, right? And, and and you know what, Elizabeth, I think a lot of people don't understand the dynamic there. They think that you're just um, an annual animal sanctuary that people just come to and leave their dog. So I want everyone to understand that you guys are taking animals from the shelter so that they don't get put on a kill list and euthanized. Right. That's the right. whole point exactly. of what you guys do what you do. So just exactly. understand that because right. it's it's really pretty a cool thing that a lot of people don't understand. Right. They think that you're just taking in dogs that people don't want. You guys are much more than that and you're working so close. So to come to that status, that's like It was amazing. That's it that's was amazing. Awesome. Like it still gives me like goosebumps, yes, right? It's great. But unfortunately, back to the economy, yeah. Now we're back right back to where we right. were. Yeah. Because right then COVID, back. so that was 2019, right? Yeah, and then COVID, then COVID hit, COVID. right? And everybody was getting dogs, and I, and I was really hesitant, you know. And yeah. said, and people would call me up, oh, you know, I'm bored, I want a dog. I'm like, that's not mm. why you get a dog. Yeah. If you were gonna already planning on getting a dog, great, right. come meet my dogs. Mm -hmm. If if you're just doing it because you're home oh, and you no, know, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna adopt you because that's not the reason. Um, so that was like the start of the downfall. Right. And then everybody went back to work. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, my dog is acting up and I can't take it anymore. I and I don't have time. time to, I don't have time for him. And I don't have time to send him to training. And I don't have time to work with him. So here you go. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Well. Yeah. So now we're right back to where we were pre-19 yeah. numbers wise. And it kills me. You know, the emails come all day long from the county. This dog is urgent. That dog is urgent. We have till four o'clock today. We have till right. four o'clock tomorrow, and it just it breaks my heart. Absolutely, it really does. So you know, and and the rescues are struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you think about you know it, it rolls downhill as they say, yes. right? So if the people are struggling, then the people can't support right. the way they used to. Right to the to the rescues and. There, you know, there's a lot of foster-based rescues. There's not a lot of fosters anymore because those people are going through hard times. And yeah. Even though the rescues cover everything, it's still, you know, they're working two jobs just to try to make ends meet. Right. And they don't have time for the dogs. So. And unfortunately, it's you know, you can follow the trends, right? So whatever's happening yeah. to a human, <laughs> the it's human side of right. life, the animal's gonna suffer. They're the for ones it. who suffer, yeah. which is unfortunate. And I'm glad to have you actually on the show at this point in time during the year. Because this is the point in time where everybody goes into the holidays saying, yay, let's get a puppy. Right. And then, you know, all the things that come with a puppy that they're not prepared for. Exactly. You know, chewing and destroying mm -hmm. and training and, you know, potty training, all that fun stuff. Right. And, um, you know, that's the thing that always, like, makes me mad when I see people that get dogs, like you said, for the wrong reason. Right. So. As a gift. Never get a dog. A dog is not a gift. No. Right. So. Right. They are a responsibility. Yes. <laughs> a big for one. A long time yeah. commitment. So, yeah. And then, you know, in January, you'll see, oh, you know, I got to get rid of this dog. I, I know. I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. It was yeah. too, it's too much work. And then, you know, a lot of them end up back at the shelter. I actually stop adoptions um, like early December. Good for you. Um, I don't adopt anything out. So at smart. Christmas, unless I know the people. Oh, yeah. You know, Personal. or I've been working with them trying Perhaps. to find them a dog, you know, previously, like, at, oh, yeah, I need this hypoallergenic, you know, <laughs> unicorn dog yeah. that is so perfect. And like, hmm. which I never get those, no. by the way. Never, never, never. No. So if, you, if you come to me, you're going to get a dog with issues. So yeah. just say it, right? <laughs> just know that just up front. I very rarely get a perfect dog. Some people like That's a challenge. Okay. Right, yeah. exactly. That's I love a, a challenge. I love a challenge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so unless. I know you, and I've been working with you. Perfect. I am not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it because it's not worth it. If you want that pet, you'll wait. Yeah, absolutely. Put give them a stuffed animal. Say here, this is coming to you. Correct. Then we're gonna prepare for it right. and make sure that everything. But is But you know what? Great. What hurts me even more is the people that surrender their old dogs to get a puppy. Oh, and I got this puppy, and it's not getting along with my dog. So take my senior dog, oh, and that yeah. that just it's like. No, I just don't get I'm that. Just, I, I, it just hurts my heart. Yeah. It really does. That is, that is terrible. You know, we rescue a lot of senior dogs, so they're near and dear to me. You know, this is their end. They, they had their people their whole life, and then at the very yeah, end, and they don't understand. Them away, right? You know, they don't understand what right. happened to their, yeah. their people. So the, they get some extra love. Good. 
I can I can tell that about you, which makes me so happy. Um, let's talk a little bit too. So talking about like expansion, and you mentioned to me that you guys have a new building that you're opening up. Yes. So again, tell thanks. This. Thanks to two amazing foundations. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been trying to do it for a couple of years, and we had half the funding, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, find the rest of the funding, <laughs> and we'll help you." And yeah. I'm like, oh, "Okay, where's oh, okay? That? No, it's not. <laughs> no, I can't find it." <laughs> um, and then one day. This amazing woman calls me up and she says, you know, I work with these guys and they wanted to start a senior animal rescue, um, but they hired me to get it going. And in my research, I found you and you were already doing it. And she said, I told them, why don't we reinvent the wheel? Let's help them. Smart. And let them grow and let them do the work and we'll just help. Awesome. So <coughs> she came out and we gave her a little tour. My husband loves to give the tour, so he's <laughs> great. Good. And um, so she gets the tour and she says, well, you know, we said, well, you know, we were trying to get this building going. She goes, well, what do you need right now? And I say, we need another pair of hands. Mm-hmm. And she said, yes, you do. And we were fortunate enough to get a grant to hire someone. That's and awesome. Yeah, and so that's how we had Kate. So she's Perfect. awesome. So Kate's an animal lover and she's just amazing. Um, we had actually known her for years Okay. Uh, prior to that. Awesome. We adopted to her and her dad about 10 years before when we first started. So she would come around, her daughter and stuff, and, you know, visit here and there. Right. And then I heard she was looking for work and I was like, hey, Kate, you know, come on Perfect. down, Barky Vine. So Kate started with us um, just over a year now. Okay. Um, and then, um, so when we after that, they, the gentlemen um, that run the foundation that own it, um, or however ownership that yeah. works, you know, founders, or, um, they came to visit. Super nice guys. And they're like, hey, you know, so you guys want to put up a building? How much more money do you need? And now remember, inflation is happening oh, yeah. while this is going on. Of course. I had a couple of <laughs> crazy, you know, estimates and I was like, that's eh, not happening, uh-huh. right? I mean, it's not even what I paid for the whole property, <laughs> right. right? So I just put up this little tiny building. <laughs> so anyway, we spoke and they said, all right, we'll cover the balance of it. And I was like, wow. Such a gift. It's like, you know, I called the builder and I'm like, hey, Ken, get over here right yeah. now. You know, hurry. I, I gotta check, <laughs> hurry, let's get this rolling. So, you know, we quick drew up some quick plans and and got it started, and you know the permitting process was like an absolute nightmare. I'm this sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's going in that building? Uh, so that will be the adoption center, because right now we d- we do our adoptions out of one of the senior buildings, so it's kind of hard. You know, we got to move dogs right. around, and you, you want know, a dedicated. Right, and you know the senior dogs spot. aren't the neatest dogs <laughs> in the world, right? You know they got old bladders, just They're like, like, like oh. me. You know, right? Yeah. So, so it's like, all right, somebody's coming. You know, okay, make sure the dogs I go, know. go to the bathroom all over the place. It's like having a uh, showing, like uh, when you have like an open house yes. for a showing. You're like, is everything clean? Right, and exactly. Spot? Right. That's so, funny. so the adoption center will be in there. The clinic will be in there. Thank God, awesome. out of the box. Out of the box. Finally. You should see us putting in like twenty <laughs> or thirty giant cat traps into the bus, and then oh and then it's like playing Tetris all day, right? Like trying to like step maneuver in there around. Is like right, it, it's crazy, ab- absolutely crazy. Um, <clears throat> so that'll go in there, and then some senior dogs. Awesome, they'll be housing for That's that. That's very exciting. So, yeah, so I mean, truly, in just a very short amount of time. I mean, in, in reality, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it doesn't feel it's super a, no, short. It's, to you. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's lifetime. Like a lifetime. Yes. Um, yes. But it's really, it's really but amazing what you guys have done. Thank so, you. Um, I want to. Is there anything um, before we go that you really want to touch on? But I, I do want you to talk about your your events and and where people can come out and support you. But right. is there anything you want to really drive home that you want the listeners to hear about Barky Pines? So yeah, so hold on, stop. Yeah, I don't know. It is so much. Like, uh, like so where do much. I go with that? Um, the listeners to know keep your dogs no. yeah <laughs> don't Just abandon your animals please don't abandon your animals be nice to your animals <laughs> yeah. don't give them up because they're old right right That's um, so crappy yeah i, I hate that um, um all right it doesn't so. have to be it there's so much. That's what I'm say. saying. We could like have like eight more episodes I on know. just um going through barky pines um okay so we talked about the building let's talk about just the event how much time do we have left karina Okay, so okay. 15 minutes. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Um, Talked about your mission. Okay. Education. Yeah. Why you're different. different. Yeah, I th- you know, I think that's really cool, though, about how you guys work with Palm Beach County, because yeah. I don't understand that. Right. 
a lot, you know, people go all over the place to get dogs, yeah. which is great. Yeah. You know, every dog deserves a home. Every dog deserves help. But my logic is, you know, think globally, but act locally. We're being so small, especially. Yeah. We can only do so much. If I can make a huge impact in our community, yes. I think that's where my effort mm -hmm. should lie. And it's so rewarding. And, you know, like I said, in 2019, when we got to that no-kill status for the county, it was, like, amazing. Yeah. You know, so I'd really like to see more people, you know, just dedicate themselves to thinking and acting a little bit more locally. So on that note, that. Elizabeth, what can what volunteers do you guys need? If people want to help out, what can they do at oh, Porcupines? They can come and walk some of my friendlier dogs. Yep. Um, we've remember we got a lot of farm animals. We've yep. got Feeding. horses and cat. Uh, nope, stop. We've got horses, uh, pigs, yep. chickens, ducks. It's like a full goats. farm that you're running. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. So right. So any help, which is my with dream. That, <laughs> it's like, all, I need it's a lot of work. Trust yeah. me. It's like it's sunrise, yeah. past sunset. You know that alone. Oh. I mean, aside from, you know, all of the household animals, right. that alone to me is like yes. how you guys do it all. I yes. have no idea. But, well, you know, it, it the community, it, it's critical. You know, yeah. we, d we do um, we offer community service hours okay. for the older kids. Yes. Um, we get a lot of the younger kids that need hours, too. Like the schools are crazy with like middle these kids. Yeah, to do. I know, like, I, I don't know. know where they're going to find the time. So the really little kids, what we have them do is create their own flyer they have to make it i don't care if they do it in crayons okay they've got to make the flyer and then mom and dad can't go buy the stuff they have to actually go i don't care if it's family neighbors friends mm -hmm. whatever and collect items off of our wish list for the animals Aww. you know we always need like towels i can't tell you how many towels we go through a day in the clinic like 30 okay towels that's day. awesome to know because towels. i know at least in my neighborhood we have a ton of families and kids where, where they're always looking for is for the younger kids to be able to help out and do something. Right. Because the middle high school, there's always opportunities it's because A, they're older and liability. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, and then B, you know, they get the hours and they want the hours, right. but like I have nine-year-olds, you know, and they're always like, what right. can we do? You know, right. my daughter wants to make blankets for Perfect. animals and things like that. So exactly. Stuff tell like me that. more about that. So they go, they make, they go on, they get they, the wish list items. Yep. And then they have to create the flyer. Like okay. I said, if they, if they're computer savvy, mm -hmm. which most kids are yes, more they than are. me now, me too. right? Me I too. It's like, ask a kid if you can. <laughs> uh, but they, they make the flyer and then they go to their relatives or neighbors mm -hmm. or whatever and say, hey, this, you know, working for the animal rescue, they need this, this, and this. And then they collect the stuff and then they've got to bring it to me with the flyer. Oh my gosh, and I, can I usually love tell this. And I tell the parents, please, <laughs> I don't want you to just go buy it. You're not buying their hours. Cause, because it gives the kids a sense of responsibility, Absolutely. number one, just to do the project themselves, but then helping the animals, yeah. right? So that to me is like the important part. And I think so. delivering it to you personally, yes. they get to go and, and see, see and then where we, it's going. Right, and then they take a little tour, you know, my husband will take them on a little That's tour so and cool. say, you know, this, you're helping this animal, you're helping that animal. Um, we do a lot with the scouts, yes. amazing. So like when they finish that level of scout and they're becoming an Eagle Scout and they have to do this project. Right. So we've had um, most recently, um, they built benches, so oh like when gosh. we do the the meet and greets, if we're doing it outside, they put these beautiful benches with cushions and an umbrella. Mm. We've had them do um, chicken coops. Have they made for us uh, uh, raised bed planters? Because like so the animals, awesome. we try to grow some food for the animals mm -hmm. to eat. Just kind of helps right. out a little bit. Uh, more like a treat than you know something stable, but. So this one boy made um, raised bed planters so the animals can't get in there and, so and eat cool. it, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, PVC feeders and, and for the coops and really everything. Cool. So yeah, so there's a lot of ways that the kids can help. I um, love that. Yeah, and, and I enjoy that too. And I enjoy, like I said before, giving the kids that experience. Yes, giving them the education yeah. and just learning, oh, also learning about all the work it takes behind the scenes. Right. When things, when, things happen and maybe the right things are not done and now you have all these animals to care exactly. for that would exactly. otherwise have no place to right. go. Um, so that's all volunteer stuff and everyone can go to your website and find, like if, if we wanted to do like a volunteer 
just project call with me. you? It's so much easier. Just okay. call me. 561-402-1451. Like, it's always on. Oh, Although, boy. Uh, I did start turning it off at, like, 10 o'clock. Because, again, Do not the disturb. surrender calls just, like, don't stop. Yeah. Like, it starts at 7 I'm o'clock sure. in the morning, you know, I'm and then sure. it doesn't end. So yeah. I did actually start finally turning the phone off. But, okay. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, call me. Just awesome. call me. Leave a message if I don't answer from I love that. knee deep and God only knows what. <laughs> Farm animal <laughs> stuff. stuff yeah. um, and then I want to end on a good note, which is your events. Yes. And this is your 5K. Yes. It's our fifth annual. So, our so five, cool. Our 5K started, like, by accident, right? So um, a friend of mine runs um, Meals on Wheels. Okay. Palm Beach County. She's amazing. And she shared this post. And she's like, oh, Leadership Palm Beach County is looking for projects. So she sends me a message. She's like, you should do this. So I'm like, all right. So I went down, they had like this, you know, I don't know, seminar kind of thing. And like, th- this is some projects we did. And we've got this class of these amazing people. And okay. they're going to pick a project. And I'm listening and I'm like, you know what? There's nothing. I couldn't think of anything. Like, right. What could they do for me? Like, we're, we're still kind of young in the game, sure. you know, considering. And I'm like, I need funds, but they can't raise funds. Right. That's not what they have to do. They have to do a project. I'm like, you know, this really isn't for me. So after the course or whatever, they give you a mentor to mm-hmm. your table. And I was like, yeah, I really don't think there's anything you guys can do to help me. She goes, well, what's your biggest problem? I said, well, nobody knows who we are. Nobody knows where we are. We're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's right. just driving by and saying, oh, look, an animal <laughs> rescue. You know, let's stop. I said, so she goes, so you need to raise awareness. I said, yeah. She goes, well, what about a 5K? I was like, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't run. No events. Like, I, I, I don't I'll run. run. <laughs> I'll run if I have to chase a dog. but then, And then I'm like dying, like panting yeah. as hard as they are. I'm like, no, I'm not a runner. She goes, you don't need to be a runner. And the class will help you. I was like, all uh, right. So she's like, okay, you're going to do a PowerPoint. I was like, <laughs> you're <laughs> like, again, uh, no. not me, right? <laughs> so fortunately, we have an adopter that works for Microsoft. And I reached out to her. I was like, look, you could, you could do this PowerPoint. So I'm awesome. like, don't even know where to start. She's <laughs> like, come over, I'll help you. So she creates this whole beautiful PowerPoint right. for me. And I'm like, oh, you're amazing. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. yeah. So I kept it going. Now I have three minutes, right? And I was like, all right, writing this speech. And I'm timing it and i'm like all right that's 10 minutes that's five minutes how do i reduce Ugh. like i have so much to say right how Same. do i get it all in three minutes me too. timing so, is right oh terrible don't cut me off right right <laughs> so so now i get there and i'm like a nervous wreck and i'm like all these people are in this classroom and you know i get this clicker i never used before and i'm like i don't know what i'm doing and then you know of course i'm talking and i'm like going totally off script like i'm sitting here talking yeah. to you right and they're like they're looking at me like uh hello yeah. like you're out of time and i'm gonna like, start oh. the music yeah exactly <laughs> like, get out of here not your turn uh, so I, I got through the whole thing and i'm like oh, they're never gonna i just blew it you know they're never gonna pick it and then i get a call I'm like hey we picked your project and i'm like oh my oh god my right so i get these amazing amazing group of people leaders in our community from like every walk of industry right and they're like hey we're gonna make this happen and i'm like okay where do we start and they're like we got got this oh that's so great so yeah so the whole team that it was a whole team (gasps) the the first it was amazing like it was and mind you this is like as we're getting ready because the first race was in 2020 of course so of course so, right. so <laughs> but it's an outdoor are, activity right. and we can stay six right. feet apart it'll be but fine they're like oh guess what we can't get the medals because the shipping is you know yeah. done everything was halted everything is, yes right. so we're like okay well we'll make it happen somehow yeah. and and we did and then we ran out of medals and i was like all right i got a cut off registration and people are messaging me like I don't care about the metal open it back up yeah, like I just, I just want to support it. you you know that's so we awesome. had like 300 and almost 350 that's runners crazy. the first year and it wasn't even time like it was and it was just amazing yeah. it was so fun the community really came out and stepped up and it's not something like we don't really make any money doing it like yeah. it, we cover the expenses with sponsors which we're looking for sponsors yes for this one by the help way. out barky pines um, <laughs> so yeah, when plug, is the race plug it. it is february, february 10th okay february year. 10th yep. Okay. We, we keep it a vol- uh, stop. We keep it a Valentine's Day theme, oh, so cute. we try to get it that Saturday That's close right. to Valentine's because puppy love. Yes, and so people. I remember like tutus and yeah, people had yeah, like people dressed and up. Yes, and yeah. I remember and all this. Of coming course, back you to could me. walk around with your dog, yeah. which is amazing. I wouldn't and bring any of my dogs. Yeah, they're very misbehaved. <laughs> You'd be surprised how good they are at the race. <laughs> they really are. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a very early start yeah. in the morning, but it is is just so much fun. Do you guys do it around your property? No, Loxahatchee. Where no. do you guys have it at? So we started doing it at Royal Palm, and then um, when I became an elected official, mm-hmm. um, we started doing it in our our local park. Okay. Um, so we do it at Acreage Community Park. Got you. And we had to like create this course, but we have this beautiful preserve area. So a lot of the course runs like Along not that. in it, but like adjacent so to cool. it. So it's shady and pretty. That's and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I then we have raffles and stuff like that. We've got, Brian is like our, our main guy for our like um, DJ, um, like MC, MC, yeah. Thank so you. he runs Thank it all. Thank you. He he does it. Yeah. Perfect. And when we got a great DJ, um, so a buddy Mike, he adopted from us, and he's like, anytime you need a DJ, so That's he so great. He gets there at like five thirty in the morning. He's like, oh. <laughs> but he more keeps, copy, right? He keeps everybody going, and That's Brian great. really motivating and stuff. And then you know we have prizes for you know top in the each age range so fun. and stuff. Yeah. I know you have a lot of the families. Dogs get fed. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. How many people came out? I mean, I know you had like 300 runners the yeah, first so year. Yeah, uh, so on it's average, well, it's, it hasn't, and I'm disappointed, so please register. Uh, <laughs> We're going to change that. Yeah, so I think, you know, the economy, COVID, of all course. of that, everything, you know, everything is suffering. So I think um, last year we were like almost 200. Okay, um, that's still, but it's still it's amazing. Great showing. Right, right, yeah, not that's, complaining. That's wonderful. We're, and we're so grateful, but, And it yeah. gets, your, gets your name out there. Exactly, and, and that's, that's, that's the whole thing, to raise awareness. Hey, yeah. Barky Pines is here. This is what we do. If you like what we do, you yeah. know, help support us if you can. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be dollars. I it know. It could be sharing, time, telling people. Time, talent, yes. Exactly. This, this is so what I many, always say. So many ways to support Huge. not just animal rescues, but all nonprofits. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, a, a dollar thing. Time, and nothing is more valuable than somebody's time. And yeah. we really appreciate that very much. Let's help Elizabeth out. If you have small kids, like I know I do, um, let's do like a good project this season and and help out our animal friends that we love yes. so much. Um, anything else you'd like Just to say? Thank you. Thank okay. you so much. Thank and you. Adopt, don't shop. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll see you next time on 501CTV. Thanks for joining us today. And a special thank you to Kana House Studios, Wellington's first and only social content creation studio. Thank you.